Today is the anniversary of what is known as the Capitol Insurrection in Washington, D.C. It is said that President Donald Trump incited violence by getting thousands of people rallied to violently attack the Capitol building. Regardless of what you believe about January 6, 2021, everyone can agree that President Trump is extremely influential. As a result, nearly every single day, someone asks us, is Donald Trump the Antichrist? Today, we're going to take a closer look and see what the Bible says. Welcome to End of the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls. The number to join us is one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Is Donald Trump the Antichrist? That's the question. Uh, if you have a question about the Antichrist, about Donald Trump, uh, or even uh, just I guess who might be the Antichrist in general, give us a call. We'd love to chat with you today. Eight seven seven end time. Doug. Everyone wants to know. We, I don't know why this is so popular, but uh, many think that Donald Trump is the Antichrist or think that he could be. They're not exactly sure. So they ask us all the time, mm-hmm. and we've answered it before. But we're going to take a closer look today and just look at Donald Trump and some of his characteristics and compare them to what the Bible says about who the Antichrist will be. And maybe we'll be able to make a proclamation today. Maybe so. Maybe we'll help some people understand. So it'll be an interesting show, I believe, and uh, interesting enough. You know, he was supposed to have a speech today. Yes. Um, he was going to do a speech from Marlago, Florida, and do the uh, January 6th thing. And he decided that that was probably not in his best interest to do that. And so he didn't. But other people have. And one of the people were our Vice President Kamala Harris who a report right before we came on here, we didn't have it in our program notes today, but right before we came in here, we saw where she said that January 6th last year was uh, equivalent to Pearl Harbor and 9-11. So remember what happened at 9-11. Terrorists from uh, another country supposedly flew planes into uh, the Twin Towers, brought those down, over 3,000 people died. And she says that what happened last January 6th was as bad as those planes flying into those buildings, bringing those two buildings down to the ground, which, you know, changed the uh, world. Yeah, changed the world, changed Mm -hmm. New York for sure. And, uh, you know, so there you go. I mean, it, it all depends on who you talk to at how bad this event was. But because of this type of stuff, that's why we get questions like this. And there's other things that we're going to talk about today. But yeah, Well, the peace topic. treaty is a big one. Mm-hmm. I mean, Real he, big he one. introduced the peace plan, yeah. the Middle East peace plan. And so because it had the four of the five elements that the Bible says will be part of the um, peace plan, mm-hmm. everyone then said, oh, this, it must be Donald Trump. Trump. must be the guy. Yeah. And so we get the question all the time. We're going to answer it today. Yeah. Uh, should we just go ahead and clearly say it right up front? I mean, yeah, we probably should just to kind of let everybody know because I know 
that people are probably chomping at the bit. So we can say without a shadow of a doubt, Donald Trump is not the Antichrist. He doesn't fit the criteria, but we're going to look at it, we're going to explain it, and we're going to see it. Well, there's a lot of people that will say, well, what about this, this, and this? And so right. we're going to go over those type of things yeah. and show you why that looks very, in some cases, you could read something about what the Antichrist might be, yeah. and you can go, boy, that looks a lot like Donald Trump. Right. Um, but then you're, we're going to go over everything and say, you know, here's why we come to this conclusion. So yeah. uh, stick around. You won't want to miss the show. If you came for the short answer, it's no. Um, but if you'd like us to explain it and, and prove why we believe that, we'll be giving a detailed response to that on today's show. We'll also look a, look at Antichrist characteristics in general. That way, uh, when we do see a world, we- a world leader that is uh, coming up or already in existence that matches these characteristics, we can know that, you know, this is... It's either looking like that person or it's a precursor. So we've, we talk about precursors a lot because there's so much going on in the world right now that may not be what the Bible prophesied, but it's so close. It's unbelievable in a lot of cases. I mean, I look at what is happening with uh, mandates that are going on and, and, and what's happening and, and all that, and we don't, we're not going to get into that today. But nonetheless, I look at stuff like that and go, man, I've heard end time talk about that for a long, for as long as I've been alive. Yeah. And at one point, you go, you know, if, if, as I was younger, I look at that and go, "There's never going to be a time." Like I've, obviously, was, like I know the Bible says this, but uh, thinking about it logically, looking at society, there's never going to be a time where we're going to say, "Take this mark, or you can't buy or sell." Well, and then we do other things and say you can't do this or you can't come in here and buy and sell. And people just comply. And so you see precursors to what the Bible prophesies. And so we're going to look at these characteristics of the Antichrist and be able to say, you know, yeah, these people resemble the Antichrist, what the Bible says the Antichrist will be, um, but maybe they're not it. So Donald Trump's it today. Lucky Donald Trump, right? Right. He he won the lottery. (laughs) Well, we do want to remind you that this coming Saturday and Sunday, Dave Robbins, Jana Robbins will be in Garland, Texas doing a conference. Actually, uh, Doug and I will be there with our families as well and a number of end-time team members. The conference is just right up the road from uh, our offices here and where we all live. And so it's in Garland, Texas. Um, and Dave will be teaching Sunday night, or excuse me, Saturday night at 6 p.m., Sunday night at 6 p.m. as well. But Sunday night he's talking about the Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom. It's a brand new lesson. Uh, if you want to learn more about what the Antichrist Kingdom will look like, uh, we'd love for you to join us there in Garland, Texas. And then Sunday night, he's doing Breaking Prophecy News. Uh, he's also not prophecy related. He's going to preach in their Sunday morning services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. And so you're welcome to come. All four are open events, so uh, you're more than welcome to come to any of those or all of them. Uh, just go to endtime.com slash events. You can learn more about the venue and uh, some additional details there. If you don't like going on the computer that much, you can call us, 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. We'd have, be happy to help you out over the phone. All right, Doug. Before we get to this break that's coming up here real quick, we want to remind everybody, of course, they can call us and join in on this conversation at 877-END-TIME. But uh, before we get to that break, what do you feel like you need to say? Because you talk to people every single day on the phone. Like, 
one-on-one conversations with people about this type of stuff, what do you see as like the most recurring argument that people make about Donald Trump being the Antichrist? Well, the main things that they complain about is they say that he lies a lot about what he has said, their lies, uh, that they believe that he cheats and he steals and all these things. And so when you look at this, the, like you said before, the main thing that they talk about is that peace treaty. How can he not be the Antichrist if he's brought together this peace agreement? And so, uh, like you said, we're going to break that down after the break here. We're going to get into some scripture. We're also going to show some video of January 6th and uh, just show what happened that day. All right. If you're on Facebook, like and share this video. It helps us out, uh, get the message out. So don't go anywhere. We'll have a lot more details coming up. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time Message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Vince Deagle here with Doug Norvell. Open lines at 877-END-TIME. It's 877-363-8463. Is Donald Trump the Antichrist? That's the question that we get basically every day here. And so we don't believe Donald Trump is the Antichrist, but we are going to look at Antichrist characteristics, or rather the Antichrist characteristics as the Bible lays out for us, and see how it lines up with President Donald Trump. Uh, and if not him, maybe we'll talk about who might who it might be. No, Doug? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, what's next, Doug? What do we want to get into right out of the right out of here? Well, we got some videos here. We're going to show uh, some of the things that the mainstream media has put together about the uh, insurrection in January 6th uh, and their narrative on it. Also, we're going to see uh, what President Trump said that day where they said that he 
um, had to come back because he had incited violence and recant on that. So uh, we got a little bit of video we put together here, so we're going to play that right now. This is uh, looking at inside, or look at this, these protesters are inside Statuary Hall right now. You see the statues. This is a, a moment I never saw in my life. These individuals just rushed through security. They are inside Statuary Hall. This is a legendary, a legendary place uh, where all of us uh, who've covered Capitol Hill, it's hard to believe what we're seeing right there. They're just walking through. Where are Capitol Police? Uh, it, it's it's a strange, it's an awful situation. They're having a good time in Statuary Hall. Jake Tapper, uh, I don't know about you, but this is an incredibly dangerous situation that's unfolding here in the United States. It's uh, stunning, Wolf. It's absolutely stunning, and it's quite frankly dangerous. Uh, President Trump could stop this with one tweet, but instead he's on Twitter attacking Vice President Pence for refusing to go along with his attempt at a coup, at a bloodless coup. We hope it stays bloodless. Let's see. I think that's us. There, oh, that's us. It's not showing that video. Okay, so I know we've got that video. Uh, we'll come to it here in a second. But anyway, basically, that was one of the uh, things that were going on that day. There were people peacefully walking through. And like I said, those reporters that were reporting on this, we didn't have the sound there. But those reporters were saying how awful and how terrible it was. Now, there were things that happened. It got violent. There were uh, some people that uh, now folks are claiming that they weren't actually Trump supporters, that they were there inciting a riot and that they might have been linked to Antifa and other groups like that. But, you know, I mean, all that is, is hearsay. We don't know. We just have video footage that we can see. And like I said, um, you know, the president came out after this had begun to happen and told everybody to go home. This was not what we stand for. This is not what we're here for, he said. And he told him to go home. I don't know. Do we have that video? Okay, we're going to go to that right now. Here's a message from President Trump. Okay, so we're, I know we're not getting any sound. I, I know you heard. Clear. I don't so, hear it. We I had an hear. election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. Okay. So I have no idea what he said. I I have no idea either. We didn't have sound in here. (laughs) Like Vince was saying, I can't hear anyway. So it didn't, you know, I can't tell. Uh, but apparently you guys got to hear that. So I'm, I'm glad I stopped talking and you were able to hear that. So anyway, we, we have other video that um, shows some violence that was going on there. Um, and I, I don't know if we're going to be able to show that right now. But anyway, going back to that day. So today, um, the president, uh, Biden, he 
gave a speech today. And mm-hmm. in the speech, he talked about this. So we do have that information there if you want to throw that out. Ben. Yeah, Business Insider reported it said uh, President Biden attacked Trump several times without naming him in his January 6th speech. Can you think of a more twisted way to look at this country, Biden said, of Trump's election lies? He's not just a former president. He's a defeated former president. The big lie being told by the former president and many Republicans because they fear his wrath is that the insurrection in this country actually took place on Election Day. The former president's supporters are trying to rewrite history. They want you to see Election Day as the day of insurrection and the riots that took place as a true expression of the will of the people. Can you think of a more twisted way to look at this country, to look at America? Biden sounded, uh, sounded a more personal note at times, taking aim at aspects of Trump's personality that contributed to the chaos of that day. Quote, he sees his own interest as more important than his country's interest, than Americans' interest. And because his bruised ego matters more to him than our democracy or our Constitution, he can't accept that he lost. Okay. So, so Vince, some of the things that people talk about when they bring up, you, you asked this earlier about, uh, you know, what are some of the points that people try to say about President Trump and how he could be the Antichrist. One of the things that uh, was mentioned in that article was that other Republicans that support uh, the idea that the election was rigged fear the wrath of Trump. So that's one of the things that they they put out there. They present that, you know, he's got a wrath and people are afraid of him and all that. Well, okay. so what I did today was I took some of the characteristics of what the Bible says about the Antichrist and I broke these down in categories where Trump might fit these characteristics. And then we've got some on the back end of it of how he doesn't fit these. Now, there's over 50 uh, different characteristics listed in the Bible, and we have a link to that, right? Endtime.com slash Antichrist. Okay, so people can go there and get all those Bible scriptures. Mm -hmm. But we broke it down today, and we have some. One of the first things that I put... Before you get there, I I want to remind everybody, this information is, in my opinion, absolutely critical because so many people don't understand what the Antichrist will be, who he will be. And so, you know, you get someone like Donald Trump or Barack Obama or the list goes on and on. Uh, The joke around here has been we have, what, 60 Antichrists in the file cabinet that people have sent us. And so what happens is is because we don't have a, a good understanding of who the Antichrist will be in entirely, we see some popular figure come on the scene that fits some of the things and we just run with that and say that's the Antichrist. And so what we've tried to do here is not get caught up in in that temptation because it's, you know, it's kind of um, tempting to dive in and proclaim someone as the Antichrist because they fit so many things. And so uh, it's so critical to know what the Bible says about who the Antichrist will be. So This is going to be life-changing information for so many people that don't know it already. So share this video on Facebook. Hit the heart icon. Send your friends an email. Tell your friends which uh, uh, radio station to turn into. However you're listening or watching this show, uh, be sure to share it because that helps people uh, understand better. And so they don't freak out when somebody comes on the scene that might look like the Antichrist. And they can have peace and hope as we navigate these end times together. So share this video. It helps out a lot. Doug, I do want to let you know that that video you were calling for before 
is available. I don't know if it's if you still want to see it at all or if we want to just move right on. We'll just go ahead and move on now. All right. So, so the first I mean, characteristic. Most people can look that up and see the violence. Sure. There's a lot of videos to right. see there. Yeah, absolutely. So the first characteristic is. He will have a mouth speaking great things. Okay. And. This is, like I said, these are things where Trump does line up with them because a lot of people talk about his mouth and how he runs his mouth and how he proclaims great things. Like, for instance, I get all the time, well, he said that he he was going to build a wall and that Mexico was going to pay for it. And that's one of the things they say he lied about. Of course, Mm -hmm. you know, now we've got where people say he lied about the election stuff and things. But anyway, a mouth speaking great things. So, Well, I would argue, when, when can we point to the last president in the history of the United States, who one party said, oh, they did everything they promised they would do. Mm-hmm. No. no I, I don't think it's ever happened. <laughs> no. There's no. always groups of people that aren't satisfied. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, how many different presidents said, as soon as I'm elected, I'll move the embassy to uh, Jerusalem from Tel Aviv, you know, in, or in Israel. a we long list of things lot, that so. politicians promise that they'll right. do. Yeah, or absolutely. even people that aren't politicians that run for government office. Yeah. And and things don't happen. I, I think maybe not trying to excuse Trump or any other president, but I think what happens is they think they can make it happen, and then quickly realize right. there's <laughs> obstacles in the way yeah. that prevent things from. Ha- that's yeah. I think that's life in general. Right. How many people in January of 2021? I, I just lost a year. 2021 <laughs> yeah. said I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. Right. And here they are, needing to lose 60 pounds this year. <laughs> a lot of people do these things. Yeah, absolutely. And then they can't keep what they said they would do. So I, regardless of who the president has been, I've always just been like, yeah. that's kind of how life works. That's just the way it goes. I would like them to keep right. their promises, but sure, I know that it's probably unlikely. Yeah. So... It's- so these characteristics, like I said, that I put here are, are the ones that I know that people bring up about Trump and, and the ones that kind of match up. So, so that particular scripture is in Daniel chapter 7. It's verse 8. It says, I considered the horns and behold, there came up among them another little horn before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, this horn were uh, eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking great things. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. To be fair, yes, we can throw out the scriptures where he does kind of mean that. He does have a mouth and it does speak great things. Um, And then the second one there is he will be more stout than his fellows. Right. So uh, we've had this before. We've talked about this before with other candidates. But Trump is kind of a stout guy. He's a bigger guy than most people. And when you see him, especially remember when he met with Emmanuel Macron for the first time. And how little Emmanuel Macron looked next to him. Well, we've done a program about the possibility of Emmanuel Macron being the Antichrist. The word stout here, when we think of it, we think of a big stout fellow. Linebacker. Right. But the, the actual scripture, when you look at it in Strong's, it, it just means somebody with a strong personality. It's not necessarily their physical stature. It's more of their, their personality stature. But he meets this as well. You want to read that one from Daniel 7 verse 20? Yeah, it's uh, and, and of the ten horns that were in his head, and of the other which came up, and before whom three fell, even of that horn that had eyes and a mouth that spake very great things, whose look was more stout than his fellows. Yeah, so he does fit that. He is, uh, even in the personality-wise, he's got a very strong personality. 
Yeah, I, I mean, think you, that's you know, a fair. He pushes assessment. his way through crowds of powerful people <laughs> and gets in front of them, and you know, walked in front of the queen instead of letting the queen walk. Everybody says, "Oh my goodness, he walked in front of the queen." Well, he doesn't really care. He's so. he's like, not. I, I I don't mean this in a negative way to all our New Yorker listeners and watchers, but the whole stereotypical New Yorker. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what they portray New Yorkers as in movies yeah. and TV shows? Yeah, he lines up pretty good with that. Right, I'm walking here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the other one is he'll have a fierce countenance. This is kind of what Biden was alluding to: is that people were afraid of his wrath. So uh, a fierce countenance is found in Daniel chapter eight, verse twenty-three. It says, "In the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full." A king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences shall stand up. Yeah. So when you look at scripture like that, uh, this seems like this is going to be something a little bit uh, more ominous than what Trump is. It says that understanding dark sentences and makes you think of uh, a presence of evil, you know, and uh, with this fierce countenance, there's going to be this guy, he's going to understand dark things, uh, so we'll get into that a little bit later, too. Uh, but that is one. He does have that countenance as being uh, kind of fierce, and, and he doesn't really care what people think about him. He says what he says, and it's out there. And like we said, that's, that's another characteristic that he does have. Uh, now, the next one, and it's a big one. Do we want to get into that one now, or do you want to take a call, or what do you want to do? How much time we got here? We've got less than two minutes, so let's get into it. Okay, let's get into it, and then we'll break it down. We will get to the the calls after the break, and there are a few lines. You can join us at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. The next one's found in Daniel 9.27, And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Yeah, so once again, does Donald Trump fit any of these? And I think, honestly, we can say, yeah, he fits these descriptions, especially this last one. And uh, Well, sort of. Yeah, we're, we'll talk about it when we get back and kind of break it down a little bit and explain that a little bit more. But when people saw what happened with the Abraham Accords. Well, I would say sort of because the covenant. Right. Like, We've we've dissected that and said, yeah. Today we can't say it's the covenant, right. but it's the closest thing we've ever seen in all the peace treaties presented. Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of amazing in that regard. Yeah, and and so to be honest with the program today and what we're trying to uh, to show everybody, we have to include these because these are the places where it looks like he fits these scriptures. But remember, there's fifty or more uh, about the Antichrist. And these are only a few that he matches up with. So when we come back, we'll break that down about the covenant and explain all that. All right. Don't go anywhere. Once again, we have open lines at 877-END-TIME. 877-363-8463. Is Donald Trump the Antichrist? We'd love to hear your thoughts. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. 
It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Is Donald Trump the Antichrist? That's the question that many of you have asked, and we get it almost every day. So we wanted to cover it, uh, not because we're trying to say Donald Trump is XYZ. We just want to clarify what the Bible says about who the Antichrist will be and look at Donald Trump and see, uh, does he line up with some of that? And we've already done that and can say that, yes, there are some things in the Bible that the Antichrist characteristics do line up with Donald Trump. However, we clearly said in the beginning, uh, no, it is not Donald Trump. And so uh, before you get worked up, uh, we just want to make sure that that is very, very clear. We don't believe Donald Trump is the Antichrist, and we are explaining why, and we're looking at characteristics of who the Antichrist will be when he is revealed. Uh, we are taking your calls, 877-END-TIME, 877 8463. Before we go to the phones, I want to remind you again that we are having a prophecy conference here in uh, Garland, Texas. It's the North Dallas area. Um, and it's this Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 6 p.m. Dave's going to be talking about the Antichrist socialistic kingdom and breaking prophecy news. Doug and I will be there. All our spouses will be there. Uh, at least mine should be. I've got two little kids, so sometimes things come up last minute. Um, but a number of our team members will be there, and so we would love for you to come out and join us for this conference. Dave's also preaching uh, in the Sunday morning at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. services that they have. Uh, it won't be a prophecy lesson. He will just be preaching whatever the Lord has laid on his heart to preach. So you are welcome to come to any of those four or all those four if you would like. You can learn more about it at endtime.com slash events or give us a call 800-END-TIME and we would be happy to help you out with that information. All right, let's get to the phones. John in Tennessee, welcome to End of the Age. Good afternoon to the two of you. All right, good afternoon. How are you doing? Uh, once again, the question of is Donald Trump the Antichrist seems to be coming up. Of course, it's probably done continuously. And you two are doing an excellent job of explaining the reasons that you're saying no, he's not. Uh, I would suggest to people that rather than trying to look out and pinpoint somebody in there and say, that's the Antichrist, I know it, 
that's the Antichrist, I would suggest that they remember what the Bible says about it. Yeah. He will be revealed. That means he'll be opened up and everyone will know at the time he's supposed to be revealed. And the exercise of trying to go through and say, well, I've worked it out and this guy is the only one that fits, so he must be the Antichrist. It may be sincere on people's parts that they're doing it, but it's just not real. Right. The only reality is going to be what God has said in his word, and when he says it, it's going to happen. Yeah. And the first thing that Jesus said in his Olivet Discourse when asked what would be the sign of the coming in the end of the age was, do not be deceived. So, people, try not to be deceived. Right. Check it out. Look at it. See what's going on. Read the scriptures. Absolutely. Listen to these two. They know what they're talking about. Also, as they pointed out many times before, uh, the end of the age plus has got all of the materials on it. You can go there. You can study. You can see. You can read. You can get whatever you need to get and watch Urban Baxter and Dave and Vince and Doug and all of them tell you what God said, the truth of what God said. Right. And really, it's, it's not worth the effort of trying to pinpoint some guy years before it actually happens, because let your heart be not troubled. It's going to happen, but educate yourself. Amen. Learn what's going on. Yes, sir. I John. guess that's basically my <laughs> comment for today. And hopefully everyone is doing well. And I'll let you go back to the set of the phones and talk to other people, and it's good to see you. All right. Thanks I'm for watching your... on End of the Age Plus, by the way. Love so, it. So have a wonderful afternoon, and uh, we'll listen to you again and again. Thank you, John. God Thanks, bless John. you. I always love when John calls. Yeah. Makes us feel pretty good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, yes, get into the age plus. Go to watch.endtime.com where you can search all the major app stores and we should be there. Uh, end of the age plus. Uh, we have thousands of hours of content available there for free to all our subscribers. There are uh, things that are blocked for subscribers only and then there are things that are available whether you're a subscriber or not. So there's plenty there to consume whether you're a subscriber or not, but of course we would encourage you to become one. There's a lot of great content, including Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. It's 21 lessons that go through Revelation chapter by chapter. Um, and it's a really great content that is Irvin's last series that he recorded. He recorded the last lesson uh, about a month before he passed away. And so um, we encourage everyone to go watch Revelation, understand the end times there. And uh, even this conference will be streamed there for our online prophecy weekend. It's available for free to all subscribers. So if you are a subscriber or doing a free trial on Into the Age Plus, you will have access. You'll get a notice that the conference is live, uh, just like you do for our daily show. So be sure to go to watch.endtime.com today and sign up for a free trial. It's a two-week trial. And uh, you'll be able to participate in the Online Prophecy Weekend this weekend. All right, let's go to Annabella in Missouri. Annabella, welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi. Uh, my question was about the Antichrist being not desirous of women. I wonder if that's scriptural. And uh, not being facetious, but I don't think that fits Trump. Yeah, um, pretty good assessment Anna. there, Annabella. <laughs> Annabella. <laughs> 
And as far as uh, being into dark things, that sounds like uh, someone who's already into satanic learnings and practice, probably. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with that. Um, and also, to answer your question about the first uh, scripture, yes, that is scriptural. The way that it reads is he would not... Uh, let me find it, see if I can find it real quick. Uh but he would care not for the desire of women. And so a lot of people uh, take that as he could be homosexual, uh, uh-huh. that he uh, would not regard uh, a desire for women. But it says the desire of women there. And so one of the things that we've thought about what that scripture could be saying is the desire of most women is to have a child and to be uh-huh. a mother. And so we think that that scripture could actually be talking about this person could be uh, pro-abortion or like the China one-child policy type of uh, regime. When this Antichrist comes up, he may uh, he may think that way because that you know the one-world government is uh, all about population control, and mm-hmm. so we think that could fit there. It's not necessarily that he will be homosexual and that he won't desire women, but it says nor the desire of women. So uh, it's it's one of those scriptures that we just really don't know exactly what it means when we see it. Uh It could mean one or more things. All right. Understood. All right. Well, thank you for your call today. Thank you all. Appreciate you all. All right. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, Doug. So before we get to the other calls, we really need to clear up the peace treaty thing because yeah. um, right before the break, we were talking about he shall confirm the covenant right. and how that looks a lot like Trump because of his peace plan. Yeah. Um, and so we wanted to look into that just a little bit more. That way we could uh, clarify that because a lot of people believe just from that alone, mm-hmm. he must be the Antichrist. Right. And so. And the good thing about this, as we're clearing this up, we'll get into what John was talking about too. And, and mention that in Scripture. So to understand this, we need to look at a few Scriptures. And so the first one we can look at is Daniel 9.26, which is the verse before the confirmation of the covenant. And you can go there and read the whole thing. I'm just going to hit the highlights here that, right. that's referencing what we're talking. For the sake of time, we do want to get back to the calls. Uh, but the verse basically says, The people of the prince shall come and shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. Right. And so when that Scripture is talking about the the prince of the people that shall come and destroy the city and the sanctuary. We know that in 70 A.D. that Rome conquered uh, Jerusalem, actually destroyed the temple and the city at that time. That's where when Jesus said not one stone would be left on another, that's when this happened. That was 70 A.D. And so the prince of those people would make this Antichrist, it's a clue about his identity. It would help us to understand that the he in the next verse in 927 refers back to that prince of those people, which would be he would be uh, coming from the Roman Empire there. So it's going to be a, uh, a revived Holy Roman Empire that the Antichrist comes from. And so as we go down through here, we'll look at some other scripture. But one of the things, like you said, you want to hit the highlights. Yeah. So the highlight of the next one of Daniel 9, 27, when it says he'll confirm a covenant with many for one week, that scripture, in that scripture, the covenant there is talking about the treaty that... Uh, it's, it's actually the covenant that God made with Abraham back in Genesis where God said that this will be your land from the great river 
of Egypt to the great river Euphrates. It's Israel's right to exist in the land where they are now, in, in Israel. And so the treaty is going to have to be with the Palestinians and the Jewish people because the Palestinians claim rights to Israel and the Jews claim rights to Israel. And because we know what the scripture says, we know that these are the two that have to come together, Vince, that have to uh, be able to reach a treaty. And that has not happened yet. But just like the scripture says, he's going to make a covenant with many. Trump has done that. He's made uh, a peace agreement, which is the Abraham Accords, with many different countries that surround Israel. And they have begun to come and make peace with Israel and begin uh, what, you know, they begin trade. They begin travel and open up their borders to people of Jewish descent where before they would have nothing to do with the Jews whatsoever. So that part of it has been accomplished. But the other part with the Palestinians and the Israelis, that hasn't yet happened. Right. And so for that treaty to start, that is also what would have to give us Israel's right to worship on the Temple Mount. And have a temple on the Temple Mount. And we know this because of Revelation uh, chapter 11 verse 1 and 2 tells us there will be a temple in the end time and that there will be a sharing arrangement there. So we're not going to go over that scripture today, but that's a main scripture there that you'll have to look at. Also, uh, when we see the word confirm there, and it says it confirms the covenant with many, Confirm means to agree with or make stronger. So anybody could come along and take the Abraham Accord, bring the Palestinians and the Israelis to the table and make that covenant stronger. Agree with the covenant, make it stronger. So that's one of the things. Now, the other important thing we need to look at is what John mentioned about, is that the Antichrist will be revealed at the time he is supposed to be revealed. So 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and, and we could really just read three and four there if you want to, Vince. But that covers that happening. All right. It says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God and that is worshipped, so that he as God sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And so in that scripture right there, we're we're finding out that uh, where John is, or where Paul is talking in Second Thessalonians one and two, he's talking about the second coming of Jesus. He says that that is not going to happen. The second coming and us being gathered together with Him will not happen until after this man of sin is revealed. And this man of sin, he he tells you what to look for. He's going to oppose God. He's going to exalt himself above God and be worshipped as God, setting in the temple of God. So is that Donald Trump? No. That's and we've got video to show. Right. We'll show that after the break and get to the rest of the calls. 877-363-8463. Give us a call. Tell us what you think. Ask us questions about the Antichrist or Donald Trump. We're happy to have you on the show. We'll be right back. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high-traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Welcome back to End of the Age. We're going to get right into it. We have one segment left. We want to take all of our calls. We have a number of callers here, and there's uh, one line open. So if you want to join us, call 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Before we do, we, we have one video that we definitely want to share with you and hit a few scriptures here. We won't take very long to do that. Um, so let's get right into it, Doug. The Bible also says the Antichrist, which, by the way, we, we won't be able to cover all the content that we even had prepared for this show. So go to endtime.com slash Antichrist. There's 50 characteristics listed there. There's also some links to some videos that we've done, uh, hours and hours of content that are available there for you to look further into who the Antichrist will be, endtime.com slash Antichrist. But another thing the Bible says is he will speak great things against God. Yes. And so we're looking for, if you're looking for the Antichrist, that's one thing you would look for. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, people have said, well, uh, you know, Trump never gives glory to God. And, you know, he's got to be the Antichrist because he never speaks about God and things like that. So we want to show this video before we get to our calls so that people can see this This video's uh, just a few minutes here, but it's important. And you don't see this on mainstream media, but this was, I believe, Christmas, uh, the Christmas uh, worship on uh, the weekend of Christmas. He was at First Baptist Dallas here in Dallas, Texas, and he spoke to the congregation there at First Baptist Dallas. So let's play that video. It's, uh, It's been a long and beautiful history. But an angel of the Lord appeared to humble shepherds and proclaimed the reason for our Christmas joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Now, when I was listening to Robert, uh, perhaps unknowingly, you used the word Savior a lot. And our country needs a Savior right now, and our country has a Savior. And that's not me. That's somebody much higher up than me. Much higher up. We just do what we have to do. But the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ forever changed the world. It's impossible to think of the life of our own country without the influence of his example and of his teachings our miraculous founding, overcoming civil war, abolishing slavery, defeating communism and fascism, reaching boundless heights of science and discovery, so many incredible things, even right outside the magnificent skyscrapers and the whole development that this beautiful church is a part of. So different, so beautiful, however, so beautiful. And uh, the United States ultimately becoming a truly great nation. And we're going to keep it that way. We're going to keep it that way. We're not going to let it go. 
not going to let it go. But none of this could have ever happened without Jesus Christ and his followers and his church. None of it. Talked about the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the gospel. The gospel that Paul says now saves us in 1 Corinthians 15. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Then he talked about the only way that this country is great is because of Jesus Christ and his examples and his teachings. But wouldn't that be something that the Antichrist would say before their time is revealed? Couldn't they say that and it still be... He just professed, to, to me, he just professed Christ Jesus as Lord. Yeah, but you know how people are. They would say that the Antichrist could say that before their time and it would be acceptable. I, I don't believe that the Antichrist is ever going to do that, especially since we have all You don't these think nobody's going to email you and say that? Yeah, I'm sure people will try to say that. But there's scripture that says over and over that he'll deny God and he'll definitely not mention the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, you know... The thing is, is that anybody that wants to hate President Trump is going to hate President Trump. Anybody that wants to love him is going to love him. But what I can truly say today is he's not the Antichrist. And we know this because we have example after example after example. One of the things people can do, since we're not going to be able to get to all of our content today, if you want to email me, you can email us and I will send you our notes today because there's a lot of good information in there. And uh, if you look at the notes as you watch this video over, it'll probably help you uh, be able to tell other people why Trump's not the Antichrist. All right. Well, whether you love President Donald Trump or hate him, one thing that we are telling you very clearly and for sure is that he is not the Antichrist. So let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Adam in Louisiana. Adam, welcome to End of the Age. How you doing? Can you hear me? Uh, Not that well. Um, If you could... Hold your phone a little closer, maybe take it off speakerphone. It would help out a lot. Okay, I'm going to take it off uh, Bluetooth. All right. All right. All right. How about now? Much better. All right. What I would, when President Trump came into office, didn't he have witches that vowed to cast a spell against his presidency and him every month? Yes, he did. There were, well, there were people that did the that. The Bible says, a house divided cannot... And Satan can't cast out Satan. Correct? Yes, that's correct. Well, why why would the Antichrist have witches coming against him on a monthly basis? That's a very good point. That's a very good point. That especially since we read the scripture a while ago that he would understand dark sentences and things like that. Because I believe that that's what that's talking about is witchcraft and things like that. And this that's is what I believe. Yeah, also, I agree with you, Adam, completely. So your take is Donald Trump is not the Antichrist. I don't believe Donald Trump <laughs> is the Antichrist. I also agree that the Antichrist will never confess Jesus. Amen. As yep. Lord and Savior. Yep. yep. The Bible says, above the earth, under the earth, and on earth, they're all going to bow their knees. And that's going to kill them to bow their knees. Yeah. But they're going to do it for sure because the Bible says so, right? Absolutely. Every knee shall bow. Thank you for your call, Adam. We've got a number of calls to get to. We appreciate you calling, sharing your perspective, and asking that question. Donald Trump is not the Antichrist. Thank you so much. Let's go to Karen in Arkansas. Karen, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Vince. Hey, Doug. Hey, Karen. 
Hey, I hope y'all can hear me okay. Um, and I started to not call in because I was so nervous. So I say that for the benefit of anybody else out there who would like to call, but they're afraid. Just do it. <laughs> We've never <laughs> lost a patient. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Right. Listen, a lot of times I run into this, and I know y'all do too. The reason that people even look to someone in America as being the Antichrist is because they don't understand that the city on seven hills described in Revelation is not America. They believe that it is America. So we found that if we can correct that, that will kind of take people in the direction of helping them understand that it's not going to be somebody from America. Yeah, that's a great point. And a can yeah. of worms. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that too. <laughs> but that, that's a good point, Karen. We appreciate that. And uh, we've been praying for you guys too, and we're praying for uh, Cole. So just let Thank him know you. everybody at End Times lifting you guys up. Thank you so much. Appreciate right. you guys. Okay. You. Karen, Karen's a longtime friend of end time ministries we appreciate her and her family so much she's actually come down and visit us here at our office and so it's a pleasure getting to meet her and you're welcome to do that as well give us a call and we can work something out where you can come by and uh, see our building which has been under construction and not very appealing to walk through it's kind of a construction zone presently but looking better yeah quickly getting back to um, a new normal so we're appreciative of that Um, but anyway we would love to meet you talk to you you're welcome to Come to our building or uh, visit our conference this weekend. So um, appreciate Karen. All right, let's go to Osmond in California. Osmond, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hi. How's it going, guys? Going good. How are you? Yeah. I, good, good, good. I just had a question. Um, how close are we to the end? Well, Osmond, one of the things that we're looking for is what we talked about today. Uh, that peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinians will start that final seven years before the return of Jesus Christ. So we're still waiting for the Palestinians and the Israelis to come to uh, the peace agreement there and and get that started. Once we see that happen, we see that temple on the Temple Mount, we see worship resume there. We'll know we're in that final seven years and we will be shouting from the rooftops. Okay, okay. But it's not any time soon. It might take quite a while for that to happen, right? We're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, right now it seems like it might be far off, but you never know. I mean, God will work it out on His timing. So, Well, uh, and we, we also, you know, try to encourage everyone that, you know, we're not looking for the end of time. We're looking for the end of the age. So there is a great reset coming. That's kind of a popular term about a one-world government. However, Jesus is coming to do a great reset and he's going to establish his kingdom here on earth. And so we want to be ready for that. And, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, we talk about when Jesus is going to return and if we can figure that out and, and such. But uh, one thing that we're, we try to carefully um, remind everyone of is, is that Jesus could come for any of us at any moment. And so the joke, not a very nice joke, I guess, is kind of harsh, but uh, the joke is is that you could get hit by a Mack truck on your way home, and, and that's certainly true, and we don't wish that on anyone, obviously, but at the same time... Get around over getting out from work. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't know when the end is for every single person, and so we encourage everyone to be ready. And so that's why we emphasize that in those remarks from President Trump that he brought up being... Uh, the, he, he brought up the... Um, born-again message there. And so I encourage everyone to go to endtime.com slash reborn to learn more about that because 
Um, we don't want to scare anyone, but technically the end could come for any of us at any moment. And so we're looking for a revival that's coming. We're gearing up for people being converted and learning about uh, biblical Christianity. And so that's what we're working on as these end times develop. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same of, time... A lot of false doctrine too, so yeah. Yeah, at the same time, we, we want to let everybody know that you know, your end could be, we don't know when your end is going to be. So we appreciate you uh, asking that question, Osmond. Thank you for calling. Um, but be ready at any time. Um, and uh, part of that is by going to endtime.com slash reborn and learning about what being born again is. All right, let's go to, we have time for one more caller perhaps. Let's go to Dan in Texas. Dan, welcome to End of the Age. Yeah, since uh, Barack Obama was not born in America, he was born in Mombasa, Kenya. I agree with that lady that says that he will not be an American. All right, thanks for your call, Dan. We appreciate it. Uh, we're talking about whether Donald Trump is the president or is the Antichrist. So uh, that's what we're trying to stay on topic here. Let's go to Sam in Texas. Sam, you've got about 40 seconds. So uh, Sam's gone. Sam All has right. left us because I said we got time for one more caller. Sorry about that, Sam. Hopefully we can get back to you the next time you call. Uh, all right, Doug, we've got a minute left. Yeah. So before the commercial, before we're cut off for the day, so uh, what do you want to leave everyone with? Well, I just want to leave everybody with this. Karen mentioned on a fact, she, she talked about Revelation 17. Revelation 17, 3 tells us that there's going to be a woman riding on a scarlet-colored beast. That scarlet-colored beast is a red beast, which we know means communism. Uh, it has seven heads. It is the beast of Revelation 13, 1 and 2. It's that one world government beast. The woman riding on the back of that beast. So many people think that that's America, like uh, Karen said. We also have information about that. If you look online at uh, endtime.com, you can go to Who is Mystery Babylon? And it tells you the identity of that woman. So, that was a lofty last minute. I didn't I know. think you were going to go there. No, there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us on Into the Age. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. Don't forget to watch our videos at watch.endtime.com or read thousands of hours of content at endtime.com. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com.